bend, break, burn, and blow. We're on episode 1 million. Now, I don't know what episode we're on, but we are talking about the Lord's Day. And just real quick, uh, if you've been listening to Ben Break, Burn, and Blow, and you're like, why do you have such a weird name? Um, well, this is God's sanctification, God's purification of us. He bends us to his will. He breaks us when we need to be broken. Uh, he burns us and he blows us into what it is that we ought to be, um, not what we currently are. God's grace meets us where we're at, not where we should be. I think that's a good Wilsonism. That's right. <clears throat> um, and it takes us there. Yeah, and that does take us there. To the where we should be. Picture in your mind a glass blower. <laughs> so bend, break, burn, and blow is that. It's um, We understand that through God's <laughs> word, uh, through um, his wise counsel that he puts into our life through idiots that he puts into our lives, uh, through our own idiocy that we have in our own lives. Uh, he will ultimately be glorified. And if we are indeed believers and uh, Christ is our Lord, we are discipling in Christ, then we are discipling in his holy word and uh, in him truly. Yes, not just uh, not just I was saying this uh, actually to my men's group. Being in Christ is not just some ethereal psychologized idea, which I think the the that's a common mistake that most at least evangelical, if not most American churches make. It's like, oh, we'll just psychologize this Jesus character and and, and it will be uh, uh, a self-help sermon not uh, a sermon in the lordship of christ and what that means and we can look at scripture and see how we've missed the mark pretty that's right significantly that's right and it, if it's only ethereal then it's not magic and we know it is <laughs> draw it's, your own conclusions just, just trying to bring in magic every time i see how this is i see how this is um well so, that's where you're going with that but we won't go there. No, I, but that's I, where that road leads. But well, it's not ethereal. We are we are indeed in Christ. So no, that's what I'm saying. Enchantment. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know that's what you're saying. I picked up what you were throwing down. We're gonna get there. <clears throat> um, so the Lord's Day. What is the Lord's Day, Josiah? In five words or less. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Lord's Day is great. <laughs> Done. Done. The um, Lord's Day, first day of the week, the day that the corporate body of Christ gathers together in uh, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, we're going to touch on uh, at some point during this what, why and how we're going to touch on covenant renewal service. We're going to touch on Sabbath rest. Um, but the original institution of Lord's Day was the day that our Lord Jesus rose from the dead um, and presented himself uh, to the women and apostles, uh, thus instituting the day of celebration and commemoration and glory as the first day of the week, the new Christian Sabbath. As opposed to? The seventh day of the week, um, the Sabbath rest, 
that uh, was instituted by God at creation, not Sinai. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's obviously Sabbatarians, Christian Sabbatarians that celebrate the Sabbath on the Lord's Day, the first day of the week. That's right. But then there's also Christian Sabbatarians that celebrate on Shabbat or Saturday, um, the day, the, the last day of the week, seventh day of the week, the, the day of rest, um, when God created everything. Um, what, what, Who are you referring to there? Well, and so I'm not referring to uh, Seventh Day Adventists, uh, but but there are because they're uh, not Christians. Yeah, because well, they well they hold to a special revelation from a woman, and I think that is their probably their most problematic doctrine. I would say that's the most egregious. Yeah, um, there are other issues, but that would be the most problematic among binding the consciences of um, people against the. Yeah, the Christian liberty and consumption making it salvific issue. Yes, correct. Yeah. So works in salvific and yeah, there's there's all sorts of other problems. And and I don't want to make this a nope us versus moving on. Events, but there are like, you know, we have we have uh one at our church, right? He he celebrates Sabbath on Saturday, but then he as his day of rest, but then he also celebrates the Lord's Day and um the covenant renewal and coming together in corporate worship on Sunday, the first day of the week. Right. Uh, I don't know if you have anything to, to help people other than it's, it seems obvious to me, this is when Christ rose again. This we are celebrating our new life in Christ on the first day. And it, and it isn't an, it isn't a mystery that it's on the first day. Right. Um, That's right. But maybe you have a, a way to uh, a way that you see or or can point to. And obviously, please click the show notes. There's going to be a, a lot of material for you to dive deeper into what is the Lord's Day, and also when we get into why the Lord's Day, why do we celebrate the Lord's Day, um, or why do we attend corporate worship on the Lord's Day? Why do we, why do we do it in person? I mean, there's a lot of stuff there, and then also the how. So click the show notes for sure, but do you have a kind of a succinct way of saying, yeah, this was, you're right, this was a tradition and and a celebration for the Jews, um, but now in Christianity, it's different. Um, well, yes. Uh, well, who's Lord of the Sabbath first? Well, one... There is a Lord of the Sabbath. That's true. And two, the Bible, the New Testament itself in the Gospels um, and uh, man. I'm going to look that up real quick. The in the Gospels themselves attribute the first day of the week in Christ's resurrection yeah. as the new institution of yeah. the Sabbath. The early, the, the church, um, when I say the early church, I'm talking about the apostles and the, the ecclesia that they met with observed first day of the week, Christian Sabbath. Yeah. John, the apostle in the, in writing the revelation 
says that on the first day of the week, on the Lord's day, he's called up, um, caught up into the vision, right? Yeah. He's in, he is observing. Well, and he could have quite easily brought in old Sabbath tradition and with just a single word, right? That's, right. that's not what he did. That's right. So what's not there is also important as to what is there, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so, um, and th there are, there are other non-canonical texts that point us to the observance of the Christian Sabbath being the first day of the week. Um, and I, I don't have it in front of me right now, but the, um, uh, epistle of Barnabas around 100 AD, written around 100 AD. So very near to uh, the death of John and the life of the apostles. Um, so not fallacious like the, the Gospel of Thomas or something like that. That's right. It's not considered later. canonical, but it yeah. is but it is um, a credible source. Yeah. Makes mention of God having instituted the new Christian Sabbath um, and doing away with the old. And so, and this has to do with the reason why uh, it has to do with what Christ's resurrection represents for the church, that, um, that Christ has entered into, um, we have entered into the rest. Yeah. It's an already but not yet paradox, paradoxical situation, but that this like is the kingdom of God, just just like right. New Israel, just you know, all these things are all in line with that. That's right. That's right. So that the, mm -hmm. the so that it's simultaneously the first day of the new kingdom uh, and the building of the new kingdom, and it is also the promised Sabbath rest of the people of God, um, both now. It, having been redeemed and freed from the yoke and the burden of the law, yeah. um, but understanding that we still also look forward to a future, the culmination of all things in the future Sabbath rest. Yeah. Um, and so we went into a little, a little bit of why, so a little bit more of what. So again, uh, show notes will allow you to dive deep. The material that he didn't have in front of him will be in the show notes. I'll make sure that that's in there as well. Um, and so we jumped into a little bit of why, which we'll get into on the next show, but, um, so a little bit more of what I think we've justified that the hardest, uh, justification for, for some people is this, I think they think it's some arbitrary thing or that Rome, like somehow created some edict or, or they adjusted all the, the days of the week anyways. I mean, there's all sorts of weird stuff that you can read online that make, you know, oh, that people try to use to jump through, not scripture, but they try to use it to jump through and say, oh no, well, it's Saturday or it's Sunday or whatever. So for us, for our purposes. Can I inject right there yeah, real yeah, quick? Yeah. The, um, People will drag out the tired line of the worship of the sun god, and we've just Constantine just married Christianity with paganisms. Look, the pagans worshiped a different god on every day of the week. It doesn't matter what day 
the Lord's Day was going to be on. If it was on Monday, guess what? We're worshiping the moon God too. You know, it's every day. That's why the days have the names that they have because there are yeah. days set aside for different gods. Yeah. So Saturday. Saturday. That's right. <laughs> so, like, hey, okay. guess what? You know, you, <laughs> another you, you, uh, seventh dayers, <laughs> you're out there worshiping Saturn. Um, anyways, so that's a don't, don't even give credence to those types of illogical arguments. Yeah. They just muddy the waters um, because it had to be on a day. It had to be on some day and it might as well be on the day that scripture indicates yeah. that the apostles, that the Lord Jesus Christ instituted himself and that um, the apostles recognized. I, I didn't say this before, but that Christ um, made his appearance to them right. thrice on the first day of the week. Yeah. Right. And so we're going to get into that covenant renewal, what's actually happening, like the, the, the how and the why, but that Christ meets us. He met them with them yeah. on the first day of the week. And he meets us on the first day of the week. Right. Yeah. So we're following that biblical pattern, not any kind of warped history um, historical context that nobody can pin down. Yeah. And and with the how, I think we'll get into um, why it's in person, um, right? And why why that is, why it's so important and how it's so important. I think that's a good place to stop with the what. I mean, we can, we can say some more what's, but I think those are the general wave tops. I, I opened up, I was going to read from Shorter Catechism read or... Yeah, just read it. Throw it in there. Yeah, there's a there's a couple in here, but um, <clears throat> so the fourth commandment, right? It, it talks about the fourth commandment, um, and that we set aside the Sabbath to make it holy, right? Remember the Sabbath day, keep it holy. Six days shall you labor, do all thy work. The seventh day is the Sabbath day of, of the Lord thy God, and so on and so forth. And then it comes down here from the beginning of the world to the resurrection or to the resurrection of Christ. God appointed the seventh day of the week to be the weekly Sabbath. And the first day of the week ever since to continue to the end of the world, which is what you were talking about, um, which is the Christian Sabbath. And I think probably just stop there because um, that's just eloquently and shortly put the, this. This is now the Sabbath. This is now yeah. the, the day that we celebrate the appearance of Christ after death and the appearance of Christ, even with his church body. Now, as the bridegroom meets the bride on Sunday, the Lord's Day. On the Lord's Day. That's right. It's Sunday, it's corporate, and it's biblical. And it's covenant renewal, which we'll get into. And it renews. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ben, Break, Burn, and Blow with Josiah Dyer and me, Aaron Guyette. We challenge you. Disciple in Christ. Sharpen your swords. Love your wives. And catechize your kids.